Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of The Summons. I'm Tess. Cammie, unfortunately, can't be with us. Uh, she's on a fabulous exchange in the US at the moment. Um, but today we've got a really exciting show. It's called The Things I Wish in First Year. And boy, do I wish I had this show when I started law school. Um, so we've got four <laughs> great guests on the show, and I'm going to get them each to introduce themselves to you guys. So Gus, let's start with you. So my name's Gus. I'm a second year JD student this year. I came out of an arts degree in my undergrad across the road, like most of the listeners of this podcast probably did. <laughs> um, yeah, wound up at MLS with these guys. <coughs> uh, I'm Jimmy. Uh, I'm also a second year student like Gus, but unlike Gus, I did not grow up across the road. I grew up in Perth and moved over here for the degree last year. Um, so I've been here for a year now and I'm the activities director as well. Um, and yeah, exactly. Gus is also a second year rep, we should add in. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He'll work on his title, don't you worry. <laughs> but yeah, looking forward to it. Um, my name's Lydia. Uh, I think I am the only third year here. <laughs> um, arts undergrad, yeah, across the road at Melbourne. Yeah, third year now at MLS, definitely extended to 3.5. And I'm one half of the LSS competitions directors, which segues nicely to... Hi, I'm Alana. <laughs> I'm a second year. Um, I also did arts across the road, uh, majored in criminology and gender studies. Um, and I am comms director this year. Okay, so the first question I want to ask um, is one thing you wish you had done differently in first year. Because first year is a big, overwhelming year. Um, and I know there are things that I would have liked to have done differently. So I thought I'd kick it off with that question. So Gus, what do you reckon you would have done differently in your first year of the JD? I think reading with purpose is, like, it sounds really mm. cliche, but it's a thing, you know. Don't try to read everything. I, one of the kind of clearest examples of that is to read a summary of a case before you read the case so you know what you're reading for. You know, yeah, there's no prizes amazing. trying to just delve into material and trying to find the answer. You'll read so much better if you know what you're looking for and you have a, have a goal to what you're trying to understand out of a case. So summaries and then a full case is the kind of the primest example of that. Mm. Mm. So true. What about you, Jimmy? Yeah, like, I think uh, the best thing about Melbourne Law School really is, like, the opportunities and the resources presented to you to kind of, like, deal with the first year. And, like, I think things like the student tutorial service and the facilitated study groups are great in their first semester. Like, um, and I don't think I attended as many of those as I, I would have liked to. Um, and that was largely because of commitment issues, which is another one, I guess. Um, Overcommitting can be, like, hard at times, but, like, it's one of those things that I think the Melbourne Law School does really well again is that those people who do overcommit, um, it kind of... You are able to manage it in a lot of ways, but it, it does feel like um, with the things like FSGs and um, STSs that it's just, like, such a good way to get, your, like, your head in the game for law school and get you really prepared, even if that doesn't carry on to second semester. It's so good as, like, a yeah. starting resource, I think. I did both of those things, the FSG and the lunchtime student Same tutorials. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they were awesome in first sem. Yeah. Lydia, what about you? Um, I agree with both um, what Gus and Jimmy have said as well, so I'll try to kind of add something like different again um I would say kind of a general philosophy to take into it maybe is that I think this course is one where you really reap what you sow um so be really kind of upfront and honest with yourself about like the time and the effort you're putting into something and what you want to get out of it and instead of kind of getting caught up like I know Gus is a big proponent of like don't panic like 
it's so it's such a head game like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that if you just like put your head down and do that work like you will stay afloat in the classes like the classes are based on the work like if you can kind of just get through as much as you can of that and stay afloat um the same thing though with like we were talking about this earlier like if you have a hypo in class like that's like the thing that's really beneficial for you to do previously so it is kind of that thing of there's a lot asked of you and it's really easy to feel overwhelmed but at the same time it's also very easy for you to just like do that little bit you can every time and stay on top of it um and I would apply that to like any like comps you do any volunteering any extracurriculars like no way going in what you want to get out of it and like do yourself justice because it's your own disservice like one of my friends calculated how much each class cost because she just never went to class um <laughs> it's like yeah it's like a three digit like you miss three classes that's like a thousand dollars you've wasted oh so like yeah like it's if that's welcome the word to law school yeah basically, what should I say that not panicking <laughs> yeah. basically but yeah I guess it's that thing of like however you have to like sell it to yourself or quantify it like yeah definitely just like take those little steps and and put like that extra bit of work in every now and then and like you'll definitely reap those rewards and then they kind of snowball really quickly yeah yeah and I think totally like with arts as with arts it's very easy to um cram and Mm. in Swatback um and leave things to the last minute and I know I certainly found that in the JD that was not nearly as um much of an option anymore Yeah. yeah What about you, Elena? Um, I am a shocking overcommitter. Um, <laughs> I committed to three competitions in my first semester. <laughs> I worked three days a week in my casual job and I tried to stay afloat with my three subjects and, you know, wanting to see my friends and my family and actually have a healthy, positive life. And I think it's really important, um, and I, I stand by this, to try everything in law school, especially in your first year, because that's when it's probably the least difficult. Sorry about that if you're already scared. (laughs) Um, It it is. It only gets worse. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think it was really important um, for me to try all those things because now I have a bit more of a cemented idea of what I want from this degree. And I think that's the most terrifying thing is spending so much time reading and studying and thinking, I don't actually know if this is like perfect for me. But now that I've tried all those things and I tried different competitions and tried different opportunities and volunteer positions I think it's I've kind of worked out my purpose here and that's um worth the hundred thousand dollar degree that I think I'm yeah (laughs) gonna have to pay one day yeah Yeah, just say like um just kind of to build on that Alana like Alana and I kind of hadn't done like we hadn't been co-ops or involved in the LSS private like previously and it was being involved in the competitions that really, like, pushed us to be, like, we see mm-hmm. something here that we want to, like, build on more and mm-hmm. we see something that we want to be a part of and contribute to. So, yeah, yeah definitely, like, you're, like, think, trying everything yeah. and figuring yourself out. I think out. being open-minded, like, I committed to so many things that I definitely wouldn't have done um, before I started law school. And I think I just knew because I was so confused about whether this was right for me. Um, I always thought it was, but I just wasn't sure. I think it's really important for me to have done all those things and, yeah. you know, met different people. And I'm friends with people that I probably never would have, you know, unfortunately tried to bond with. But being in law school is a bit like high school again. You know, you've got people around you that you'll see every day and I think making the most of what you've got and the position that you're in is, yeah, really beneficial. To fo- well, can I just say quickly to follow up with Alana said, I remember having a conversation with you about this, Alana, when we did a comp against each other, we mooted against each other. Um, don't feel like you, you're hearing people who are talking now who have been through a full year of law school and our understanding of all these things have changed. You know, we're talking about competitions and hypothetical answers like they're natural, but 
don't feel like other people in your year will know what they're going into. Mm-hmm. We launched ourselves into competitions with no idea what they really entailed yeah. and it was just about trying something. So if you feel like you're kind of a little bit scared to get involved because other people know more than you, don't. Oh my god, they don't, they're they, lying. Yeah, yeah, we're just, yeah. everyone's trying to... And the to judges speak. will call them out on it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, 100% like, guarantee right here. <laughs> just uh, throwing yourself into it without knowing anything is what so many people are going to be doing and don't feel like you're on the back foot because Mm. it's brand new to you. I always felt like I was on the back foot. I remember so clearly being right where you guys are this time last year and being so terrified that people were already looking at, you know, job opportunities or, like, internships Mm. or whatever. And I was just, like, trying to stay afloat and trying to get my PPL readings done for the day, you know. Um, And I think, yeah, like, like I said, it's just really important to be realistic like no one knows what they're doing and if they do they're definitely lying it's just not realistic that you're always going to know what's ahead of you and yeah I think it's really important as well which I wish I knew last year was to talk to people who've done it um and I know that all four of us are on the committee um we're totally open to these kind of questions I wish I had someone I could have directed these questions at last year so well I think that's like I think that's the beauty of this kind of community it's like we're like all of us we talked about like hard work but we also talked about making the most of the resources Mm. that MLS has provided to us in the first year and like I think that's what you don't expect when you come here like you expect this kind of cutthroat everyone's going to like try and make it themselves like Mm. Harvey Specter kind of culture and it's actually quite the opposite and I think that's why Melbourne Law School does so well in these kind of rankings and stuff like that is because there's just like constant support and constant opportunity to get yourself involved in whatever you want Mm -hmm. so I think that's often why we do overcommit because in arts you just weren't really interested in the stuff going on. No, I didn't even know what my lectures or classrooms looked like. I had no idea and I can't imagine now like even if I do have to miss a class here and there I feel so guilty because Mm -hmm. I just think like these people (laughs) (laughs) these people are dedicated to teaching us and they're all incredible and even if it's not a teaching style you're used to I think it's, um, you have to adapt and nothing's ever going to be exactly the way you hope for it to be so I think that's really important yeah I think think, like the sense of community that Jimmy was getting on like for me I think the highlight of this degree has been the sense of community I know graduating Mm -hmm. arts and sitting in that exhibition building and watching people go up on stage it's like I do not know the majority of people up on that stage so coming here and having a group of friends that you can really rely on um as much as I love the community, it can be a little bit of a double-edged sword in that this this chat about overcommitting that we sort of touched on already, um, that can be quite overwhelming. Like, it's awesome that we have all these resources and things going on and a million lunchtime panels. Um, but I know, like, Alana touched on overcommitting, and so I wanted to ask about, like, how did you guys cope with... Um, feeling like you've overcommitted and feeling overwhelmed because the first semester of law school is really overwhelming and like people say oh it gets harder but it's such I found personally to be such a formative year so maybe the content gets more difficult but it's the first time you're you know writing in a legal way and there's a lot to learn so I think think you get better at reading you get better at doing things and more efficient Mm -hmm. and you know, coming from an arts degree where I love to babble and talk about things that probably aren't relevant and, you know, you get rewarded for that, like you get good marks for that Mm. kind of thing in arts. It's nothing like that here. And I think that over time you do get better at that kind of thing and um, in relation to overcommitting, I think um, you have to be realistic with yourself. Like I did join three comps, one of them I was no good at, which I won't say because I'm too proud. Um, (laughs) But the other two I did 
go quite a long way, which I was really, really like happy with and not expecting. And I think that I did let go of some of my studies and I, I did, you know, overcommit and not do my readings properly. But I think the main piece of advice that I can give if this is you in a few months time is just to keep going to class, keep taking notes in those classes and trying to make your time as productive as you can because in swap back when it came time to look back through my notes and I realised I hadn't done readings for weeks, I was terrified. And mm. the, the initial reaction is to kind of retract and be like, oh my God, like, shit, I've, I've really, really, really made a mistake here. And I think that it's really important um, just to try and keep afloat and talk to people. Like there are other people in your position that you're never alone in this situation. And I remember seeing friendly faces in law school who probably had never had a conversation with and just giving them a smile and being like, hey, like it's actually okay. You're not alone. Everyone's a little bit scared. Um, but I think, yeah, I think that's the most important thing is just, just be realistic with yourself. Like if something's too much, you know, maybe work one day less a week and that makes such a difference and, you know, you have to sacrifice some things. Yeah, mm. um, yeah at the risk of sounding kind of like the token third year. Um, <laughs> we love it. Cause, yeah, because I think, like, particularly these things, like, um, yeah, I guess you guys can look back and reflect on first year more prominently because you're just, like, kind of facing that same thing again in second year. Um, but having gone through first and gone through second... Um, kind of touching on what um, you were saying that it's like the first time you're learning these skills like legal writing and you know people say that second year is harder I mean it's harder and it's easier in a lot of ways and I think the good thing is like the way that it's easier is very much in your power so mm. this is my experience I'm sure it's the same for a lot of people in third year but I'm sure there's a lot of people who are different um, the biggest thing I felt that changed from first to second year that made it easier for me was that I just used my time more efficiently I knew myself and my own study habits more efficiently um you know I was able to spend an hour reading a case and get so much more out of it than an hour reading a case in first year mm -hmm. and like I want to say there's a quick fix for that you can kind of be conscious of it earlier on so you start working towards it earlier um there's not really a way to expedite it but definitely like first year is a real learning curve but at the same time, if you can kind of pause and have some moments of self-reflection and figure out what could have been easier when you're stumped reading a case that takes, you know, three hours to read, why maybe, like Gus said, reading a summary before would have kind of helped you skim the paragraphs that talk about the lower court reasoning when it doesn't matter to kind of what you need it for. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was the biggest kind of... Yeah, that was the biggest so first to second year change that was really, like, the level of the information maybe might have been... 30% harder in my classes, but I was able to study 150% better. And yeah. so were those around me. So, like, when I would go over an exam with friends or when I would ask them questions, I felt more comfortable and confident in the law school using the library resources, using the teachers. Mm. So, yeah, I definitely think that's, like, kind of looking back on one to the next, I think that's probably like yeah. the best thing that you can use first year four and the best way that you can improve your second year experience academically <laughs> like, yeah of think, course well I think yeah because following from that I totally agree uh, Lydia and I think it's uh, and again from Alana it's a degree that doesn't reward quick dash slaps of learning you know you can't sit down and try to learn the week in an evening it, it rewards and, and kind of honing the skill well. yeah and being aware that you're like getting better at reading getting better at taking notes getting better at taking information over the course of the mm. year is it's a helpful way to kind of frame your studying. And following what you guys said about overcommitting, I mean, don't forget that there are commitments outside the law school. Exactly. I mean, okay. there's, you know, yeah. you've got to balance... It sounds so cliched, and a lot of people are going to say this to you this year, but it's important to balance out 
having time with your friends, having time to study, and kind of having a week that you've done really like law school every day, seven days a week, you studied all night. It's not going to reward you two weeks down the track when you're like, well, I had that huge week and now I get friends and you'll feel burnt out yeah. and you'll, you know, you'll be anxious about law school because you haven't spread out your study. Kind of treating it like a little bit of this now, a cup, you know, maybe an hour or a night or, you know, whatever, you, whatever works for you, whatever makes you feel like you've kept your head in the game, mm-hmm. kept honing the skills, but dabbled it in with seeing friends seeing family, working, doing stuff outside the law school is, is a good... I think, as you said, you're not going to get good at it immediately just by thinking about yeah. it, but framing it as a honing of skills slowly over time mm. with all the other things you're doing is a good way to approach law school, I think, a good way to keep your yeah, head screwed up. Um, also, I think it's kind of... Um, I think it's a, a shock as well because MLS is such kind of a rigorous <clears throat> academic institution that's kind of, you know, you, you can't really take two steps without seeing something advertising a ranking or, you know, bump into a professor who's at the top of their field and just wrote, you know, amazing books or someone who's a barrister who just did a high court challenge, you know, like that's very much like the atmosphere in, but, you know, again, like this, I'm trying to make this not sound too like Disney, you know, collaboration with Hallmark, but, um, you know, it's like Melbourne Law School is a learning institution, but that's not just academic learning. Um, and I think it's really easy to get bogged down in trying to live up to those standards that kind of 185 Pelham puts itself out there to hold. And I think, yeah, it's probably, you know, you're still a person and you're putting three years of your life in this and you want to go into the workforce after this, you know, it's going to, like you were saying, like it's such a formative year, um, in first year and I think you've got to be really grounded and conscious that like you're here to learn a lot of other things and not just those like oh yeah time management organization like no mm. like this is kind of like high school again it's a smaller cohort you have to be accountable and responsible to other people and yourself you know it's a time for you to learn to balance commitments to try something new it's a pretty safe environment to do that to be honest compared to undergrad or the real world where like no one's really got your back like they do here and I think yeah maybe not to get too lost in like academic achievement and stringent application yeah. to the academics is the only skill. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. The skills that you'll learn here are so far and above what, you know, like, oh, I, now I understand, like, principles of public law, like, yeah. that pales in comparison, honestly. I Sorry, people. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, I, I say that <laughs> as someone like who does know honestly, yeah. Nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what PPL is. Can I just that's say as well, then, yeah. touching on PPL, because that was... Oh, one yeah, of the let's subjects. go into subjects, oh, actually. One of the subjects that I hated, and I'm really sorry, my teacher was excellent and such an intelligent woman, but it just didn't really gel with me, and it wasn't something I was initially interested in. And I think the only reason that I did well in that subject is because the notes that I made were really really basic because I didn't understand it and I know that's weird advice to be giving but I think the important thing to take from my experiences is that notes don't need to be everything that you've read on the page and my yeah. notes and they don't need to be pretty that was something no. I got way <laughs> too hung up on yeah. making tables uh, like page numbers yeah color coordinated be yeah. <laughs> readable Seriously, but yeah. it, your notes, yeah, it's yeah. not what you should be focusing think, on. Do past exams. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think <laughs> notes. Um, touching on that is really important because um, my notes were really basic, but they were the most important things that I needed to know. Yeah. And um, I saw people going into that exam with you know three hundred and fifty plus pages of notes, and I was so scared because mine was you know a little thirty five page booklet that I thought was huge, but apparently wasn't. And 
that was the best thing for me to use because um, it was all the important things that I needed to know and the things that I did take from class and a lot of the other things that you read, you know, 90% of the case isn't important. It's, you know, the 10% of the reasons and, mm. um, yeah, what actually gets taken into the next case it's used in, that's the most important thing. I think there's kind of... Sorry. I think okay. there's... um. <laughs> I think there's a reason why it's principles of public law. There's a reason why your OBS and contracts textbook is principles. Um, you know, pretty much your starting point, and oftentimes the only real point or kind of um, thinking that you need to engage to do well is arguing from first principles. So that's really what you're mm -hmm. learning, you know. So you just need to be able to know what are the parameters of this subject what are the paradigms you know why does this topic exist what's this law here to regulate what's it here to achieve what does my client want to achieve that kind of thing um yeah I just myself limit myself to 20 pages of notes per subject um and it's that same thing of like you know I can fill in the gaps and argue on the facts or whatever but yeah I think there's a reason why you're kind of taught these rule application possible exception kind of structure in your classes and I think that's a really good structure to have in your notes and your thinking because at the end of the day that is kind of what your reasoning kind of tools Definitely. should be. Yeah. yeah. If you make your notes to suit hypothetical situations you'll come out on top. Yeah for sure and I think something important to emphasize as well is that like everyone will prepare for exams or study differently and something I wish I hadn't got hung up on last year um is focusing on how other people do things. I'm a morning person, so I'll get up really early and study, but I'm in bed, like I'm a nana, like I'm in bed by nine. And I would feel this huge anxiety when I'd leave the library at six o'clock to go home and have dinner and then go to bed. And I'd be like, oh my God, everybody else is still studying. They're working harder than I am. When in reality, they probably work up later than me and we're working on different schedules and that's okay. So I think it's important to know what works for you and don't, Lose sight of that. Yeah, and probably I think... sitting on Facebook too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Because yeah, you let me in the library and I was sitting up there. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, one of the really important things as well to note is it doesn't matter if you don't know what works for you just yet. Um, yeah, and that's, that's true. Great because the first three subjects that you do, um, you get to work out what works. They're really different. I, I studied really differently for all three. Mm. I think the DR. Um, people don't really expect to be as big as it is towards the end coming up to exams. So. Um, focusing on, you know, legislation in that subject is really important, but um, in OBS, there's not much legislation at all. It's really yeah. different, and you work out what works for you in those three subjects because they're things you've never really encountered before, at least not for me in, you know, my arts degree. So um, I, I realised that I was studying really differently for all three, and I thought that was an issue, but in the end it worked out fine for me, and I think, mm -hmm. yeah. So... So, Jimmy, actually, I wanted to ask you this question because <laughs> no matter how stressed I was, I'd walk around the law school and I'd see Jimmy in a rad shirt being like, hey, man, how are you? Jimmy's current shirt is a sweater <laughs> with a little mailbox, like, birdhouse that a kitten is in and, like, two little birdies saying hello to it. So, yeah. just, like, rad shirt context. Just rad, for, Jimmy. You know, Jimmy stuff. is a fresh guy. Yeah. <laughs> he is fresh. I stopped. Um, and so, I think, like... Everyone has different coping mechanisms for stress, but I'd love to know. You seemed to be totally cool, calm and collected. How did you cope with all the pressures of first year and the commitments you've made with the LSS and everything like that? Well, I definitely wasn't cool, calm and collected. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my, like, personally, one of my coping, me 
coping mechanisms yeah. and stress is like having those tiny outlets in the day that are just like fun and pointless and absolutely have no other purpose than to just literally brighten your day a little bit. Yeah. Um, awesome. But also like, and this goes to pretty much everything we've been saying, but just like talk to people, like mm-hmm. constantly talk about everything, no matter how stupid it is. Like, and like, I think, uh, oops, sorry, but I think that's where really, uh, <clears throat> where this committee I think is really awesome as well is that, we're kind of starting an environment now, and I've had it today with a couple instances of like people just coming into the office and just asking anyone there a question about whatever it is. Where, mm. where's, where's a printer? How do I deal with this subject? What, what kind of, how much should I commit was the question I had today. And I think one of the good things or bad things about law students is we all love talking about ourselves, <laughs> or at least we all love talking about things that we know what we're talking about. And I think that's why this episode's great is because, and like why I think... I would really encourage anyone to speak to, like, just try and get your concerns, like, out there, and they will usually be either diminished, like, because people will say, you're stressing too much, or there's going to be some way to kind of, for them to help you cope with it kind of thing. I think as well, knowing other people are stressed around you Mm. can be a double-edged sword. Like, seeing people stressed when you're not um, can freak you out even more, but I think it's important to know that um, around exams, no one's really that calm. And even Jimmy, in his little bursts of lunchtime, you know, happiness, um, yeah. would go back and study and put his head down and would think, you know, this is hard. But um, totally. we're all smart enough in ways to be here. And I think it's important that we're not always book smart. You know, we're not always one of those people that read and knows automatically what's going on. But, um, yeah, just you, know, you can't stress about that. Because I feel like I always say something like, don't panic. But really, you're saying fight the urge to panic. You know, it's like everyone's going to be stressed, everyone's going to be freaking out. And remembering things like that, that we're here because we're smart and we're just going to get through it in a couple of weeks. It's about fighting the urge to panic, remembering those things to stop yourself giving in to kind of this thing that takes over the place. Mm. It doesn't help you. It's just... Yeah, yeah. And on that, like, I would love to know, like, how each of you combated the guilt because... (laughs) 185 Pelham, you leave the place, but <laughs> it never leaves you. Can I just say, um, um Uber Eats? <laughs> yeah, basically. So yeah. on. And I think it's really important to figure out um, how to switch off from the law school and when you decide to take time to be social or to watch Netflix, that you commit to that and you don't stress about, oh, I should be studying right now. I think, like, yeah. taking time away... Um, and resetting is so important. So, like, I'd like to know, like, how everyone does that. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's an exercise thing, it's going to the pub, like, what are your different uh, styles Mine's of definitely not chilling? an exercise thing. <laughs> 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 I never think going to the pub. <laughs> um, I kept up my retail job outside, and while I thought many times I, I kind of wish I was at home studying, it was really important for me to um, use that time to talk to people that weren't talking about law school. Um, I'm passionate about things outside of this place and I think you forget about that when you're here and you're going to classes but um, keeping sight of things that you that make you happy outside of this is really good which is why it's really important not to sacrifice seeing friends and family to study in the library for an extra hour because it's not going to make you rich, it's not going to make you smarter, it's just going to you know, get a little bit closer to the end goal but you can do that at any time and it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice seeing people that make you happy just to do well. Totally. Um, yeah. Because uh, life outside this place can also be stressful still, yeah. you know, like I, my family, we run a family business and it's always on, you know, I, the work's always there and it, you know, I found a lot of the time I was 
squeezing in a shift as like my time away outside the law school and yeah. it made it impossible because it made my time outside the law school stressful like my time yeah in. but that can also be good like I think don't feel stressed in first year to necessarily be having a legal job like I found my retail job was oh, a break yeah. like oh, totally yeah. but the thing so is you've also got to retail. have time that you're yeah. just sitting on your butt yeah, you've got exactly. To, you've got to pencil in that time. You can't use that time that you should be just relaxing and being you and eating and having a beer with your mates. Use it to do things that are stressful and yeah. that are challenging. You've got to pencil it in because your body will take it and it'll just result in you staring at your book and not being able to take in any words eventually, yeah, you know? It's, exactly. Um, well, you guys, we're going to wrap up the show here, but thank you so much for coming on. Um, the last final question I'd like to just ask is the final piece of advice for first year can be something, you know, maybe you did really well in first year you'd like to share or something that you wish you'd improved on before we go. Um, yeah, and we've said it already a couple of times this podcast, but just make sure you have fun. Like, mm. we, we, co- we constantly talk about how much there is to this degree, but, like, there is such potential to actually okay. have an awesome year. And I, I, I don't want to push my own, you know, message, but come to the activities things, yeah. get involved with netball. Like, go for a beer after class, say yeah. yes to that stuff. See go your, go to netball. Yeah, see your non-law schoolmates as well. And, yeah. like, just make such sure you advice. have a good year because this is, like, it's actually... The reason we all love talking about it so much is because, like, there is so much to it and we are all getting so much out of it. Yeah. So, like, just make yeah. sure you're enjoying yourself while you do it because mm. it's going to be good. There were times that I remember thinking, oh my goodness, I can't do all this. But in hindsight now, last year was probably the best year and the most productive year I've ever had in my whole life. Um, I learned so much about myself, which at times was really um, intimidating to, to know things about my study habits that I didn't know before. But at the end of the day, I look back on it and I've made such amazing friends, which I didn't make straight away. You know, it took a little bit of time and some warming up, but I'm really happy here. And I think people need to know that this doesn't need to be just a stress bubble in Carlton mm. that you go to because you have to. You know, you need to make it something you're excited about. Honestly, guys, there's going to be such a big urge to panic, don't you? Like, it goes around and people stress and it it becomes this stupid thing that is unhelpful and it becomes competitive in itself, like talking about things and having this kind of panicked face. It doesn't help you and, and if you've got to fight it because it will kind of take hold a little bit as it gets stressful, just try to just keep up and keep going to class and putting it all into perspective it takes a bit of effort, mm. but it's definitely worth it because the panic won't help you, and and just keeping on will be everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I sound like a broken record, but after like, don't panic. Um, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, again, um, to kind of reflect on two years, the first year that I was here, I really didn't do a lot. Um, I panicked a lot, sorry to let you down, Gus. Um, You did? Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah, I didn't really, like, I did a competition in second semester. Um, I did netball because I really liked it, but I wasn't really very, like, out there. Like, I think probably a few asked, like, I reckon, like, nine out of ten people in my cohort wouldn't have known who I was in first year. Um, And then in second year, I did way more comps, um, went to far more events, did the Pathfinder program, um, and I guess, like, you know, this year I was applying for Pathfinder and they asked who we wanted to be paired with, and I said, I don't care, put me with anybody, because the thing that I really liked about it was that I not only met my baby LMR, but I met my two other Pathfinders as well, Yeah. and, you know, they were friends and, and kind of that I went to them a lot for advice, you know, I really built that friendship and we're very good friends now and I think, yeah, like, that was probably why I 
enjoyed second year so much. I really tried to take pretty much every opportunity to do something a little bit different, um, to meet new people. And I think, you know, it sounds like kind of everyone else here really kind of got on that in first year and I'm a bit envious of that and I definitely think that would be my advice. Like there's a lot of opportunities and they're very blink if you miss it and you just kind of have to like put whatever you're feeling, the massive social anxiety and panic (laughs) to the side, but just like try to put yourself out there and get involved as soon as you can because you will like reap those rewards and it means that you'll get an extra year to be kind of in that better position, I think. And it's so positive what you can get out of here if you do that. Well, what good advice to end on. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. You've been listening to The Summons. If you liked our show, you can find us on Facebook by doing a quick search for The Summons Podcast. Hopefully by now we've also figured out how to get ourselves on iTunes and you can subscribe there too. That's it for now. We hope you enjoyed the show.